0: You're an award-winning writer, a producer. Uh, You have 22 nominations, which I was like- That's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. And then four wins. Uh, Uh,
1: Actually three, Three, I've won three Emmys, three.
0: Okay, they gave you an extra one on Google, by
1: the way. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs)
0: Mr. Michael Price, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, how are you? Doing very well. Do I call you Mike? Do I call you Michael? Oh, Mike is good, sure. Okay, yeah, whatever you like. I'm a Josh or Joshua, so it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, it's all good. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. This is an honor. As I've been uh, studying for this uh, particular interview, I've uh, uh, noticed your accolades and uh, they are significant in the oh, uh, thank you. animated world. So I really thank really you. appreciate your oh your time. sure. <laughs> uh, where where are you? I'm in uh, North Carolina, Charlotte. Oh, well, actually oh, nice. uh, Cornelius, which is just north of Charlotte, but uh, oh, okay. very close to there. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. and you're in uh, you're in California, but I heard Boston, on one LA. of your, LA and uh, but I yeah. heard on one of your podcasts that you were originally from New Jersey. Is that
1: yes? Correct? That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. So how did so how was the move from New Jersey all the way over to LA? Was that a, I mean obviously completely different, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a big move. I um, mean, it was sort of like coming out here. I drove this car, wasn't even my car, uh, full of all my stuff to just drive across the country with like a couple of a couple of uh, leads to get something going here. Okay.
0: Inside. What what age was that? When when uh, was that?
1: That was 30 years ago, just about, it was 19, uh, it was exactly 30 years ago, it was this, uh, January of
0: 1992. Get out. okay, yeah. awesome, awesome, yeah. I was, a. Uh, am 43 now, so I moved here uh, whenever the Twin Towers got hit from Florida, so. Wow, wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that was a, year, a
0: little over 20 years. So. A little over 20 years, yeah. Yeah, so. I can't believe that. Yeah, that whole thing was was nuts. Um, Yeah. Well, let's get this out. You're an award-winning writer, a producer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have 22 nominations, which I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. And then four wins. Uh, Uh,
1: Actually, three. Three. I've won three Emmys. Three. Okay,
0: they gave you an excellent on Google, by the way.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's good.
0: You won one for like a co-producer. Maybe that's the thing. It well, was know. a
1: year. It's where There was a year where we where we won, and I was on the show, but I didn't get nominated because of um. It was like a, a certain number of people could get on the nomination or not, you know. And I we actually tossed a coin, and I lost the coin toss before the Emmys, so I I didn't okay. get on that year. But uh, I have three. Well, I have three. Okay, that's fine sorry. that's great that's yeah, okay tri- triple crown Yeah. So i triple thought crown. if you wanted to talk about that or just talk about the state of like anything to do with the simpsons is fine i think family or what's it like to be a writer you know whatever you whatever you want to talk about it is is fine or about awesome. what what tv movies or whatever 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 you like awesome awesome
0: thank you so yeah. much and sure. uh uh so I did want to ask you like about your wins, which one was the most rewarding, which one of the nominations or which one of the wins was most rewarding as far as like how difficult it was to even get nominated or to even win it.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, is this, is this, this, are we doing this now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. We, okay, great. Yeah, no, we, no, we, yeah fine. we go That'd straight into great. it. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah, we're too. in it. Uh, Sure uh well the most recent one was the the most recent one was the third emmy that um uh i won and it was as part of the show uh but it was for an episode that i wrote that has my my written by credit on and it was uh, i believe we won it in 2018 um and it was for an episode called sad about the toy and it was um an episode that has my written bias. It's uh, the most recent Emmy, the most recent Emmy that the Simpsons has won. And it was about this episode I wrote where uh, uh, the, the Simpsons discover that grandpa, Homer's father was the original model, uh, photographer's model for the little green army men that kids play with. And uh, so that was just the crazy idea. The one that's idea. laying down? Yeah, all of them, all of them. He's the, he's the model so for all of them. All of them? Yeah, all of them the the hand grenade guy the crawling down guy the radio guy yeah all of them uh and so i had that i thought i just had that thought like a number of years ago and i thought it would be a funny thing and i didn't know what what the story would be and i just kind of set it aside it just was just that and um so then every every year around this time of year around december or january is the time when we start coming up with new ideas for new episodes and and um before the pandemic hit, we used to have a giant meeting where the entire writing staff uh, would gather in a big conference room, usually on the Fox studio lot, or sometimes in like a big hotel meeting room. We get to go away a little bit. It was called like the story retreat where we would get there and we'd have the entire staff would all be together. Um, and then with our big our big bosses like Matt Groening, the creator of the show, and especially uh, James L. Brooks or Jim Brooks, who's our our, uber boss, you know, super creative, amazing guy, you know, the creator of Mary Tyler Moore show and Taxi and director of broadcast news and just, you know, one of the great, great comedy people of all time. So, and we would have to sort of present our ideas and pitch them verbally in front of the whole room and we'd have to work out the whole story idea and pitch it and it's sort of a performance and sort of like trying to get laughs and trying to get people engaged and you're basically trying to get the, the big guys to get, get excited about the story and decide like okay this is worth doing so um i put this idea aside hadn't really thought about it and uh it was time to come up with new my story ideas back in uh 2017 i guess it was and um i was like i got nothing you know <laughs> i couldn't think of anything so i dove back into my computer and just went through all my old files and i was like i gotta have something in here maybe something you know and i saw this again about the army man thing and so I started really thinking about it some more and really worked it out and kind of worked the whole story around it that I pitched at the meeting. And it went over really well. Uh, and then Jim, as is his want, he has an amazing grasp of story and what works for a Simpsons episode or what doesn't, said he thought that the, the beginning of it was great, the setup of it was great, the premise of it was fantastic. And then the second half of it, he was like, this felt a little too, I don't know, there's something about it I'm not, I'm not sure about. And then he said, well, "What if it was this more of a personal thing? Because originally it turned into a big story about Grandpa Simpson like suing the toy company for back pay for like residuals, you know, for being <laughs> this thing, and and winning and winning like a, a huge amount of money or winning the winning the toy company. And now he runs the toy company, and it becomes like, what kind of army men do you make now in the 21st century? And uh, Jim felt that uh, this was too big of a story, like." just make it a small thing make it a small personal story about him and so we talked about it some more and and worked into this whole other story that i loved which was that um it turned out that the guy who was the photographer at the toy company uh was a closeted gay man in the 1950s and he thought he had a spark like a romantic spark with grandpa and uh tried to kiss him uh, because he thought they were really you know had a spark for each other and then grandpa had a freak out you know flipped out you know ran out of the ran out of the room that's why he didn't they never tracked him down to pay him the money that they owed him um and then because of it the photographer because it was the 50s um was kind of outed and fired by the toy company and and when grandpa finds this out he feels horrible and feels horribly guilty and he tries to find this guy and track him down, see if he's still alive and find him. And that's what the, the third part of the story was, was finding him. And it all went to, we went to Marfa, this whole thing where the Simpsons drove to Texas and the guy lives in this beautiful arts community in Texas. And he ends up finally telling grandpa that like as hard as that was, you outing me, it forced me to sort of live my truth. And ever since then, I've been very happy. And you know, it's a, it turned into a really, a really wonderful story. Uh, and on top of it, the actor we got to play that part was a good friend of mine who I went to college with who played a very similar role on the TV series Mad Men. I don't know if you're familiar with the show. Mad yeah, I
0: watched, I watched the whole thing from oh, okay. the well, top to bottom,
1: or bottom I to love, top, however you I love want. that show. I love that show. Yeah, so yeah. this actor's name is Brian Bat. He played Sal, Salvatore, the, the closeted gay um, art director at Sterling Cooper, who was then fired after remember the guy from uh from philip morris or whatever i think the cigarette guy you hit on him and everything yeah it, anyway, it's, go ahead. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's brian I, I went to college with him and so i recommended him to play the part and he did and he was fantastic and the show turned out great and we won the emmy for it so that so that and that has my the statue says written by me on it so that one has a real special the nice. other ones are great too but this is the one like it came from my idea and all the way through got made and we won the end report. That's awesome. Like, I'm
0: wondering, like, how, like, how difficult is it for you to get, like, you, like, for that particular scenario, for, like, if you're not a Steven Spielberg or so, you know, like, it for you to get your name on that particular, uh, tro- like, how many people are working on it simultaneously, and anybody could win that you know, certificate right. necessarily, or not certificate, but you know, the trophy.
1: Yeah, the well, I mean, there's certain rules. So, uh, you know, as uh, by dint of being a, a member of the writing staff of the show and being a fairly senior member of the writing staff, I have a, a credit called co-executive producer. Uh, so they, everyone, anyone who has sort of that level of credit or above, it, it gets, you know, is included in the submission. You know, so anyone okay. who's an executive producer, co-executive producer, uh, there is a limit. There's a number limit because uh, they don't want to have like 8,000 people, you know, getting images. sure. Everybody. Yeah, be but, stressed but anyone, and anyone who, right. But anyone who has that producer credit or co-executive producer credit and above, you know, and if you wrote the episode, if you directed the episode and there's certain people who are members, key members of the animation team, uh, they're all included in the submission. So when, if the show wins it, then we all we all get one. Uh but for this one was super special because it you know it came from my my idea.
0: That's a, that's amazing. So would you say it was like an underdog sort of a uh, win like I would that say, that's why it's, or
1: Yeah, I would say as well because I mean we had won I joined the Simpsons in like I said around two, 20 years ago, 2002. Uh and so at a time when it was winning almost every year. Um and uh so then it didn't win for a while well, well I, why was it
0: winning every single year was it because uh, there weren't that many animated series
1: i have a combination of it being a great show and also that and there no was, it is a great show i'm not denying that was, but there wasn't competition as many was shows. not that's that cert- many right certainly there weren't as many shows there weren't as many shows competing against it that's certainly true who were you but,
0: competing against let's put it well, that way no who sir, were the main like, ones like
1: 20 years ago i think the main competition was uh Well, South Park has been around that long. Okay. Um, uh, Futurama was around then, and came was it Futurama's? Futurama's kind of come and gone. Yeah, Futurama first first aired in nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine. Ren and Stimpy
0: around?
1: Yeah, yeah, that that kind of show. uh, Trying to think what other ones would come up, like shows that were on Disney or shows that were on uh, like Nickelodeon would sometimes come up. So it was that kind of thing. Um, So. The Simpsons won a couple of times in a row, when I, when I wasn't, before I got there, and then after I got there, I wasn't quite on that list yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first, the first one I won was in 2006, and then, and then we uh, lost the next year, then we won again in 2008. So then I was like, this is great. I'm going to every, win every other year or whatever, you know. And yeah. that was it. So that was like 10 years or so went by. Without without winning, we got nominated almost every year. There was years we didn't get nominated. Who
0: were the ones? That, who were the winners that dethroned you?
1: Let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember, but uh, you know, South Park certainly won a lot of times. Uh, Bob's Burgers has won a couple of times. Excellent show. Um, there were some really excellent uh, shows that were more uh, from the kind of Adult Swim or, or Cartoon Network type things. Like um, is that like Rick and Morty? Yeah, Rick and Morty has won at least twice, I think. Um, There was a show called Samurai Jack that was created by Jen D. Tartakovsky. That's really incredibly beautifully animated show. Uh, Some two good friends of mine are these guys that created and ran the show um, called The Penguins of Madagascar. That was like, it was a spinoff of the Madagascar movies with the penguins. They won it one year. Uh, they deserve to win it. So a lot of different. Well, were they things racially profiled? These law. penguins? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, well, because no. it's Madagascar. obviously. We <laughs> you don't belong
0: here, right? Was that the well, premise were of the, the
1: thing? <laughs> no, they they lived in the Central Park Zoo. <laughs> like the, the, the okay, show didn't take so place just, in Madagascar. The show took oh, place in Central Park Zoo. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were oh, the okay. penguins. They were the penguins who were in the movies, the, in the Madagascar movies. Uh, that, would be, anyway, that would be kind of funny, yeah. right? Like that would uh, yeah, be a sure. funny premise, right? Definitely, like, for sure. right? Anyway. But a uh, tippy-toe so, subject, yeah, obviously. And, and one, year, one year a show called Over the Garden Wall won a very, very heavily, like our show is kind of a heavily written show, you know, that's not sort of, doesn't put a huge premium on beautiful animation. Although I think the animators do it a fantastic job. But uh, every once in a while a show like Over the Garden Wall or uh, like Samurai Jack would win that is really like heavily more premium on animation let's say than on like jokes so yeah yeah, I mean it's always it's always a huge honor to get nominated I'm always excited about it we haven't been able to go for the last couple years to uh, COVID but uh, it's always fun to go
0: well you could go in the metaverse animated
1: right <laughs> right i guess so. you could attend i, so. I mean I've that should my, be you, i've why, got my little uh, the, oculus here i could i could just that go is so true yeah. i mean yeah. to be
0: honest with you if you're doing this animated anything you might as yeah. well attend an animated awards through the metaverse that's true. That's but true. that's that's coming right now do, right, probably what are your, that was one of my questions, but it was going to be further down the line, but I'm going to just put it right here, is sure. what are your thoughts on the metaverse and the future of animation?
1: Well, uh, I think they're two different things. I, I don't know. I mean, I I saw some of that metaverse stuff. You know, everyone's sort of dunking on it, like that, that video that Mark Zuckerberg put out where he's uh, look, yeah. looking like a robot version of himself. You know? uh, it's, so, it's scary. Well, it's a little, it's a little it's, scary. It does weird. not look
0: uh, like yeah. from... Uh, <laughs> anything we want no but uh no, it's no, but already happening it nowadays yeah. it's already happening a little bit you create your avatar yeah. and there right. are podcasts where you create your avatar and then you go on a podcast and it's your avatar talking to another uh, avatar and no. but it's me and you speaking like me and you aren't looking at each other like me and you like you right. would be an avatar and i'd be an avatar that's right. already happening
1: well that's good i mean i'm not interested in that so much. i'm not knows- saying
0: that's good I'm not. I mean, it's all
1: interesting. I'm sure it's interesting. I I spend enough time online, just on Twitter and other things, you know, that I feel like I don't need to go there and pretend to be uh, some kind of avatar. I'm not, but uh, I do enjoy. I just got this Oculus uh, Quest for Christmas, and I like just playing the the games and stuff like that. But I don't. I. I don't see myself. You don't knows, see yourself putting that like on lawnmower to, man, or <laughs> you saw the movie. Yeah, it's it's, man. it's that's yeah, it's I, exactly right. I don't want to it's, be that. I don't want to be yeah. that.
0: Yeah, why why don't you want to be that specifically? Well, who doesn't what want do you, to be lawnmower man? I guess.
1: But that least uh, right,
0: you can tra- you can transcend through universes. Yeah. You're you're basically playing God. Basically, you can yeah, be whatever right. you yeah, want. You could be whatever you want. So it's well. So what I'll you, say
1: this. I'll say this. I'm not a huge gamer to begin with. Uh, You know, I'm a little bit of an age where like, I used to play like Pac-Man and those games, you know, that kind of thing and the arcade games and, and, uh, you know, and and we, my son who's older now, who's in college, but he got a Wii when it came out. So we love that. And that was really fun. But I never was. I don't play like all the I don't go on and play all the the But You don't
0: see like like, uh, animation cartoons as being uh not a not the metaverse but like a segment of it like a, All right. I a partition it of it it's like a cousin Definitely. right of yeah, it yeah i think it'll
1: know? i'm sure it'll happen i mean as long as there's places for people to express themselves or create things i'm sure it'll there'll be an amazing uh metaverse animated world or whatever that'll just come out and blow everybody away i'm sure it will happen you know i'm i'm I hope it does you know but it's just something that i don't quite understand yet or doesn't uh I, I hope it about. doesn't
0: I hope it doesn't because th- no I mean, because it takes away humanity now you're right, all of a sudden yeah. going to be like just like that movie Wall-E where everybody's just right, sitting no, there yeah. all in in their chairs with their oculuses on and yeah. robots come and give them uh, food and whatever they need, right, so yeah. they can stay in their oculuses. I hope it. doesn't. I think that's
1: what everybody's doing now, anyway, just without the <laughs> robot.
0: Yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I, maybe me and you are in the metaverse right now because right. we're just sitting here talking to each other. We're not, that's you know, right. taking that's the right. time to to come meet each other. That's right. Uh, interesting. Le- I did want to ask you this. This is one of my the and and. This is a little bit conspiracy theory, but I think it's a fun question. And you've probably gotten this a lot of times, but I, I never heard it. Uh, and, I, and I dug around, uh, you know, trying to see if anybody asked you this. Uh, is there any truth to The Simpsons making future predictions? No. Or is that all just conspiracy?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's just stuff that, that uh, well, first of all, I'll say this, that, when you're a show that's been around for going on 34 seasons, like we're currently in season 33 of The Simpsons. Longest running
0: show, most successful
1: show, greatest show ever. Right. But it's been around for since 1990. Yeah. 32 years, Yeah, uh, 700 plus episodes. So, and it's a show that makes, satirizes what's going on in the world and comes up with absurd ideas. the the one that everyone hits on the most, of course, is is Donald Trump being president, and you know that was a show that was written like over twenty years ago. Uh, you know, in case anyone who's watching this hasn't seen it, but it it's 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 posturing a future of the time like it was written in two thousand, and it's looking at a future two thousand twenties so or whatever, where Lisa Simpson becomes the president, and the joke is that she inherited a terrible mess from the former president Trump, and so uh i wasn't there on the show at the time but i will say this when it was written when that show was written around 1999 or so uh it was already in the news that trump who was already famous then not as famous as he became was True. was talking about like how we wanted he wanted to run for president he so, was so, yeah and i so, and I there is video footage of him yeah was not uh, big of a leap you know so the fact that he did i think is not so much uh the fact that the simpsons were predicting something but that like uh, uh, someone else i know one of the writers on the show said that um like the real world just got stupid. <laughs> you know, like we, the, show, the show put up this absurd thing that would, was a huge joke and then the world made the joke real, you know? So it's, the, it's not the Simpsons fault but, but uh, the, the world made the joke real.
0: Well, that's, that is the chicken or the egg kind of mentality. Is it that the Simpsons put it out there in the, in the universe that Trump could be president and then it happened, or is it that the Simpsons predicted that no, Trump could be neither. president? You well, know? I mean, the
1: Simpsons put it out there as a joke, but I think that's, you know, I don't think that made Trump decide, hey, you're, this show's on to something. I'm going to run for president 20 years from well, now. Well, what or, about or this?
0: What about what this one? You know, the insurgence of January 6th, where you right. got that Buffalo Man guy.
1: Right. Yeah. There was an
0: episode on The Simpsons that's that same thing. Is that the same sort of thing? I
1: don't know what that is. I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the theme, guy that, the guy that the wears
0: Simpsons. the, he wears like a buffalo
1: hat. Oh, I know who he was in, in, and he was in reality. And all. I know he was right. in reality, but I don't know what The Simpsons the Simpsons reference of that is. I don't, I don't. I don't There's know an is. episode with The
0: Simpsons uh, of The Simpsons where this guy's doing this. Now, I don't know if it's an internet meme.
1: It I might just I have no be idea a, what it is. Honestly, oh, really? I mean, okay. without Sorry. without just off the top of my head, I don't know, sure. I don't know what that is. It's pop- oh. very possible, or it could have been a thing that someone made. That, that's yeah, with, it could have been with, a thing that this. someone made. I'll say this that, um, well, everyone knows now the internet is capable of doing a lot of things, you know. Sure. So, uh, I'll, um, I'll look into it though. <laughs> I'll look into it because I haven't heard of that one, but uh, yeah, the, the internet is capable of doing a lot of things that aren't necessarily real
0: yeah i think that that's i think that that's probably what it is because uh you would know better than anybody you know
1: like yeah I'll as far I'll look at as that. That well, i'm talking to you i'll see if i can see it because i I'll, if it's if it's a real thing I, i'd love to comment on it but i don't know who is was he uh, called if, like he was called QAnon shaman right that guy yeah QAnon shaman guy
0: and and i think well what it was portrayed as now i don't i didn't oh, want to
1: okay usa yeah. today fact check image of simpson's character dr dominic capital right oh i see the claim no, no no oh it shows groundskeeper willie a viral facebook post shows an image of groundskeeper willie standing on the ledge of a building that looks like the Capitol. is shown next to a picture of the QAnon guy yeah i i'm sure that's not real yeah no i'm sure okay yeah that's I'm not, real? not real no. okay but I'll say one thing that did happen is that, um, that I've seen too, as far as the, the uh, Trump thing is concerned, is that when Trump first announced he was running for president back in 2015, um, the Simpsons uh, producers, uh, our boss decided to like, let's make a little funny short. So they made like a short satirizing him. And it showed, it was it was satirizing his famous, like when he went down the escalator in okay. Trump Tower to make his announcement. <laughs> And they drew him and they drew Homer like as if Homer was on the escalator riding behind him and like making jokes about his hair and stuff like that. Um, and that, would, that was not an episode of the show that aired like on Fox. It was just like an internet YouTube thing they put out just as a joke, like a, a, a short. But some people have used that as saying like, oh, The Simpsons predicted this. Like this was the thing The Simpsons wrote 20 years ago. And then it came true in 2015. But that the, the Simpsons thing came after that. So that's the kind of stuff where like the internet has a, has a propensity of uh putting out fake yeah, news, misinformation misinformation <laughs> right. But That's do right. you want to
0: talk about these vaccines <laughs> because i could go down the whole spiral no i'm just kidding
1: I'm well just kidding. i'll tell you this i mean i wrote an episode of i wrote an episode of the simpsons that was about um came out around 10 years or so ago where it was about uh Somebody, I think it was somebody, Fox News type people, like coming up with a fake pandemic to sort of scare everybody. It was Mr. Burns, I think, whatever. So that became yes, a that was another so, one that I just right. So yes, that was just the right. thing yeah. where where we were again we we're like, wouldn't that be crazy if that happened? And you know, yeah, yeah. then a real well, pandemic. Lo and, and behold, lo and behold,
0: Your favorite animated series ever. Uh, uh obviously it's probably the simpsons but uh yeah. but excluding that one <laughs> because obviously that's well i guess
1: one. going back to when i was a kid it maybe was the flintstones i mean i grew up watching the flintstones uh, the i love the, the, the jetsons Stones. all the shows i mean it's not really a series uh but because they were they were made for movies but, uh, and they were just made separately of themselves, not for TV, but Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes are my favorite animation creations of all time. I grew up with those as kids, uh, watching those like coming home from school in the afternoon and turning on the local TV station and where I grew up in New Jersey and there'd be three amazing Bugs Bunny cartoons on <laughs> and uh, just loving them and loving them so much and getting all, so many of my ideas about comedy and, and what's funny from those from those cartoons.
0: You know, my, you know, my favorite uh, Bugs Bunny one was where uh, I believe it's Daffy Duck, uh, the, the Black Duck, uh, sure. which was, that was Daffy, that's Daffy right? Daffy.
1: sure, that's Daffy. Yeah. He was
0: like, uh, dressed like Robin Hood, and he was like, sure. yeah, uh, that's holding right. yeah. on to a rope, and he was like, he was like, up, up, and away, and he swings off and slams into this tree, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like a little bewildered, but he's like, I'm gonna try it again. Up up and away. And he goes to the next one, he slams into another tree. And it's yeah. it's yeah. that for like five or six different times. And each time he's less and less conscious. Right. That was the well, most hilarious uh yeah. cartoon that I had ever. I remember rolling around, dying, laughing.
1: It's great at that. It's great. And then I mean The Simpsons ended up you know, in a way like that, that humor so great, but it paved so much of a lot of the stuff that's on the Simpsons, like Sideshow, Bob stepping on all those rakes is not that far different from from that bit or from Wile E. Coyote and all those yeah, uh, Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are great. Those cartoons are great. Awesome.
0: Well, um, I did want to ask you this before and, and we're going to go soon, but I did want to ask you this. Have you always, been a comedic writer or have you ever thought about uh, uh, writing anything else?
1: No, uh, just about always that. I mean, as a kid, uh, as I said, growing up, I just really gravitated towards comedy, loving comedy, watching it. Uh, I grew up in this in in this area uh, this time, I'm sorry, where. um, uh, TV was just full of old movies and, you know, the kind of stuff that you have to you have to really look for now or search out like the Marx Brothers or um, W.C. Fields or Abbott and Cost, like the great great comedians, they were just on TV all the time. They were just on like my local station. So uh, I loved all that stuff, loved it, always loved it. And then when I got into wanting to do something or I was an acting student in college, uh, I did some dramas and I directed some plays, I directed some dramas, but um, it was always comedy for me. I always loved it most. And uh, I've never really tried to write anything um Serious. All
0: right. Awesome. Well, uh, I've I've always I wanted to get into comedy. To be honest with you, I did, but like uh, I didn't have I never had the balls to to do it. Uh, I'll be flattered, honest. Like I just uh,
1: it's hard. It's hard. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I did I did sketch comedy and like improv comedy is what got me sort of on the road to what I'm doing now. Which was acting with other people, like in scenes or you know, um playing a character. But to do stand up one on one like Bill Burr does is that always intimidated me. Yeah, I could There's
0: do I yeah, I could do like me and you stand up, let's do a thing together, me and you yeah. audience watching me and you, but I right. couldn't do it's all me against all of you. I I you know oh, yeah. that that seems unsurmountable. Like I'm not that funny like you know what i mean like i'm not that clever you know i guess that's where the doubt and i guess that's where you lay down material but like i i don't know comedy uh, bill by the way bill burr is one of my uh i would say top three comedians of all time you know of all time and i'm talking about carlin i'm talking about seinfeld i'm talking about uh, you know, I, I I watch comedy, I listen to comedy all the time, and Bill Burr is, and I, and I didn't want to talk about Bill Burr on this one, I knew you were a co-writer on mm. F it is for Family, and I want to yeah. talk about you,
1: but... Uh, That's fine, no, he's amazing, he's incredible, and like every time I see him, it reminds me of like how great he is, and how hard it is to do it. It's he just does. him, and
0: he doesn't care, yeah. he doesn't yeah. care if you care what his right. thoughts are, you know, right. and, yeah. and I yeah. respect that about him, because I know he's gonna have a different point of view and he's not gonna succumb to your point of view just because you think that way. He's gonna still think the way that he thinks, you know? Right. I'm not looking, I'm not doing any of this for fame or fortune or anything like that. I'm sure. sincerely super uh, appreciative that you as a, such an accomplished writer and producer, even took the time to take on my little bitty podcast. I still, I still love you. And I, and, uh, and, and, and I appreciate uh, you.
1: I wish you well. I wish you well
0: too. Thank you, sir.